You're listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 124 for December 16th, 2016. This week we talk about pet rocks, daddies, our favorite and least favorite songs we've done, holiday stresses, the Rent-A-Jew program, and a paper mache pig head. So stick around for the, the show. show. One, two, three, clap. <gasps> Happy birthday uh, to Mr. President. <laughs> oh my god. Oh Happy my god, Mr. President. Yeah, you know like that. Didn't Marilyn Monroe sing it or something? I only know it from the Lana Del Rey music video. All, there's a lot of okay, I don't know what it is, but I feel like a lot of pop stars have have a song called Mr. President. Because I know Kylie Minogue oh. has a song called Mr. President. And I know, didn't Marilyn Monroe have, I don't know if it was a song called Mr. President, but she said the the term Mr. She president. She sang it to him, yeah. right, to whoever the president was. I don't know these things. Miss, anyway. Okay, so it's my birthday. Hello, we're recording happy this. Happy birthday. We're recording this on yeah, Thursday. Yeah, we're recording and, this on his birthday. And the, the happy birthday song has been public domain for like a year now, so you are free to sing to me. You can serenade me all you want. We can't oh get God, a copyright are claim. You, Wait a minute. Are you asking me to sing? No, not exactly. Because I will. Ooh. In a fucking heartbeat. Oh, I think I made a mistake. Oh, did, you, <laughs> did, you, did you just hear the phone? The phone's ringing. I'm at my parents' house. It's the Christmas season. I didn't hear it. Shit is going down Oh, I hear here. it. Oh, my God. Is ring, it ring. the 80s? Literally. Is that a wall phone? Um, well, it is connected to a landline. So. Oh, my God. I am transferred back in time to 1994. When I'm in my sometimes home. when I'm well, I guess not now, but mm-hmm. when I would go home from Philly, I felt like I was going back in time. Right. It def- it definitely feels like that. I, it, are you relating this to the fact of you going back to like the the house you grew up in, or just like back to yeah, Arkansas? Yeah, which general? I'll never I'll never go back to that house again. Well, yeah, but because you like, sold it. When I would go back to it, like it was so weird. It was like going back in time. Right. But it won't feel like that anymore because I just lived at that house. I'm going to visit like three months ago. So. Mm-hmm. Like It'll be too soon. Too soon. Okay, so back to Mr. President for a second, because we were talking about something before we started recording, and that was daddies. Because oh yeah, Joe Joe said that he had he has um, received many an inquiry since moving to Chicago about mm-hmm. having a guy be his actual daddy, like like a like legit it's a, daddy. Gotten out of control. Like I'll get grinder messages that literally just start out with "Want to come sit on daddy's dick," Ooh. and I'm like, no, ho ho, no, honey. Like no, no, no. Mm-mm. I don't know. It's so I don't know what it is. Like so, I don't have my age listed on Grinder. I mean, so why would you? Because you're, age, you're well. ageless, Joseph. You're ageless. I know. I know. They may very well think I'm like 19 mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. So like, I mean, I wouldn't I, put it past you being a 19 year old. Oh my god! Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna be 29 next month. Uh, Jesus Christ! Knock 10 years off, and that's your actual god. age. I know. But uh, I don't know what it is. Like, I never got these. I've never gotten these anywhere else I've lived. Mm-hmm. Like, and been on Grinder. Like, I didn't get these in San Francisco or in Seattle or anything. I don't think I ever used Grinder really in Chicago. Yeah. But so weird. I don't understand. Like, what's the, what's the daddy thing? Yep. And it's not like I'm a. We talked about it. I don't think I'm not opposed to it. It's just it's interesting because it's, it's something like, you really haven't been t- exposed to. Yeah, it, the the magnitude that you are well, now in Chicago. I feel like it's coming off a little forward. Yeah, it's a little strong like, for you right now. Let's work our way up to the mm. work to your the way daddy up to daddy thing. status. And I was telling Joe before, like if it if I was in a low income situation and there was a daddy that didn't look too bad and was like you know 
could support me, then like, I mean, I wouldn't. I mean, I'd, I'd probably legitimately I'd think about it. it. Like, you know. Yeah, but these daddies on Grinder are obviously not rich. These are like I mean, these are like old no. old dudes who just want you to call them daddy, they're, and they don't have any money. They're still wearing like American Eagle. Ooh, oh like, no, I know. Literally, it's so many guys. Okay, I'm so sorry if you wear American Eagle underwear, any of the people listening to this. I think I have a couple um, pair, but I don't think that's the majority of my underwear. You're, like, close to the age of, like, American Eagle, though. I'm, I'm like, cutting the, you know, I'm I'm almost, like, past that age, right, I feel right. like. Right, right. Also, like, I feel like once you have underwear, you, like, wear it till it, till like, it I, I know I do. I wear it till it falls apart. Like, I found a piece of the elastic for my underwear, like, on the on my full carpet the other day. Mm-hmm. I was like, it is falling apart. No but shame. But, like, if you're, like, 35 and you're wearing, like, American Eagle underwear, like. What are you doing? Don't. What are you doing? <laughs> well, it's one of those things, and I don't know if it's just like if it's if it's older guys thinking that like wearing it. I, I don't. I don't like. Is it them thinking? I feel like they think that's still a cool story. Yeah, it, is the yeah. situation. I and think they're like, just no. they're very misinformed in the sense yeah. where like, and it's then like, you're not a lesbian. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. don't shop there anymore. Yeah, exactly. Like, literally, only the only people that shop there are Joe's uh, yeah, sister. Like, and literally every time we go to a mall, like you just, my sister automatically knows where the American Eagle Outfitters is. God, like, she just like points to it, and I'd, she's like, "I gotta go in there for a second. I gotta need some more plaid." And I'm like, "Hillary, <laughs> Hillary, please I don't be a stereotype." Do and then she has to go try out for <laughs> t-ball practice. You know, everything else. Oh my God, the sizes in there are ridiculous. Really? They're I haven't set foot in American Eagle in a long time. I try. No, I try to crazy. avoid it. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's for the best. They do have. Um, I had a friend the other day. I was like, I really like your jacket, and he was like, Yeah, I got it at American Eagle, and I was like, What? what? I know. So I think they're starting to like not put their name on everything. Yeah, like same with Abercrombie. They've stopped putting their name. Well, on Well, I remember like when my sister was in high school, and when you were in high school, and I was like in middle school. It was like the huge thing. All of these these clothing companies, like oh yeah, Hollister and Abercrombie and Fitch and American Eagle. They always had their insignia like giant on their clothing. It's like yeah, it was like, it was like the centerpiece of their clothing. Yeah, I wasted all my money just shopping at Abercrombie Kids in high school. Yeah. Like that's what was cool. Everybody wanted Abercrombie, but then Abercrombie like didn't change with the times. Exactly. Kept, it's like still stuck in like yeah. 2007. Which they changed a little too late. They're trying to change now. It's like it's honey, like, like a, the train has left late. the station. Yeah, they need to, like, totally overhaul their, like, the inside of their stores, too. But they're just, like, having to close a bunch of them. Every time you walk in one, the entire store is, like, 30% off. If you go to their, like, they have really nice jeans. Oh, no, totally. I I support their jeans. They're really I love their jeans. But, like, you go to their website, everything, there's always a sale. It's Mm -hmm. so fucking sad. But whatever. Good for me. Good, cheap jeans. Good for you. You can keep getting those double zeros on sale, bitch. No, I get the women's <laughs> double zeros. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. I want to know how your birthday's going. Oh my god. Well, we're recording this on my birthday. My birthday's December 15th. I'm finally 17. Mm-hmm. I can finally drive as Joe tweeted. Joe tweeted out that it was my birthday so all of the his little minions are coming at me with, with birthday wishes, mm-hmm. which is it's mm-hmm. warming my cold, cold heart. But no, my birthday's been good. Um, I I'm at my parents' house. I had some great presents. We went out for for dinner, and I had a nice glass of wine and some nice pasta, and it was just very low key, very just like hang out with the family. I vote. It's you know the thing is, it's my parents' fault for conceiving me nine months before December. 
because my birthday is always during either. When I grew up, my birthday was either when I wasn't in high school. It was a band. It was a band concert. It was always December 15th. It was always a fucking band concert. Or when I graduated into like higher, you know, schooling, whether it was college or high school, it was always finals week. The, the week before Christmas mm. was always finals week for me. So my my birthday has never been very low key, perhaps in that sort of sense. And a lot of times, like the past few years, I just kind of postponed my birthday till like till the new year. And then my parents and I will like go out and I'll like go out to the bars with some friends or something like some other weekend. But I just kind of postpone it. But this year I was like, you know what? Fuck it. We're just going to it's the scheduling was right. So we had my birthday on my birthday. But now we have to worry about Christmas and my sister is like graduating from nursing school. Like she has all this shit going on and it's, you know, the holiday season and all these presents and whatever. So I had my glorious day of just what a burden. So many presents, so many presents, like so many. God, God, it's It's so so hard hard being white. I know. Right. It's so hard. being so grateful. Middle class. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just like rough. I know it's really rough. And I just like cry about (laughs) it all the time. And it's like really like stressful. But no, I had a good day. I had a very good day, and I'm recording the podcast. I had a, a hot toddy, so I have a little alcohol in me. Everything's just fine and dandy today. Everything's. Are like you good. waiting to? You posted a Twitter picture of like that gorgeous pig. Is mm-hmm. that going to be like? Is you waiting to talk about that till later? I or? am. It's my favorite okay. thing. Okay. But I, I thought so. I, I thought did, we, we can avoid it. I did get a couple other things. It's it's interesting because you know it's like I get a double Christmas. Because like sure. this, you know, this week I get some presents, and then I wait a couple more weeks, then it's Christmas. Like Jesus Christ! Um, but I got uh, some. I got a gift card. I got this thing that I'm going to talk about later on, which is my favorite thing. But I also got this Miracle Grow Arrow Grower, which is like an indoor, like potted plant herb system with like a light that it, that's attached because it's like literally going to be negative twenty degrees in a lot of Western Montana tomorrow. Like the day this podcast is getting posted um i can't grow for shit outside because there's like two feet of snow everywhere but i still need my like fresh herbs and shit because i think i know how to cook so my parents got me this like really nice herb indoor herb garden setup with like a grow light attached to it you could probably grow weed out of it actually Mm, um mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but i'm gonna grow basil because i'm boring um so i'm gonna I, i i got a nice little herb grower i'm just like i don't know i'm pretty fucking gay like Got a lot of gay presents. You know, I've grown herbs before. What? You growing things and not um, killing them? In my organic gardening class. Okay, number one, you had an organic gardening class. How many credits was this? I'm pretty sure I've ta- told you about this. It was one of my honors classes. It was an honors gardening class. Because I was in, uh, what's it even called? I was in honors, honors college. <laughs> uh, oh, that thing. <laughs> I did it for the dorm. Um, oh, okay. But yeah, we grew like mint, and my teacher was always like, she, like she was super gardeny, and she was like, just eat this, and I would just eat it because I do what I'm told. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Just and run off a bridge, Joseph. Mint leaves are like good, and then when I worked at um, Heifer in oh, Arkansas, that's right. uh, they had a a little garden at the headquarters, mm-hmm. and I would go out there and like eat shit, eat just, shit like, and graze. Die. While I was volunteering, yeah, you know. You just graze like like the animal you are. Yeah, we just graze. (laughs) One time, like, bees almost got me. I think they were, like, we were, like, learning about bees or, like, someone had brought bees or something, and they were, like, crazy everywhere, but... I feel like it was a personal attack against you. It probably was, because I'm the new queen bee. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the hive was rejecting me. Wow. It's okay, I'm used to it my whole life. So rude. Wow. People just, like, don't even know who you are. 
No, that's true. But like growing mint is actually a really good thing. I grew mint uh, two summers ago and I killed it the next winter. And and mint is notoriously difficult to kill. It grows like a weed. So I don't know what I did, but I killed the whole goddamn plant. But during the summer, I made lots of like mint juleps with like lots of like alcohol and mint flavored drinks with like lemonade and gin. Super good. But that's really the only thing I use mint for. But who knows? Yeah, I never have used any of the mint that I've grown. I just like to look at it. It smells good. Yeah, exactly. It smells great. I need to get a plant for my apartment, but I don't know what kind to get. Someone tell me I need to get like a rubber plant, a rubber tree. Oh, yeah. Those are really hard to kill. I like the, yeah, and they, I like the waxy leaves, Mm -hmm. but I want a vine. I love vines. My mom has vines in her kitchen that she's, she's kept them alive my entire life. They're like more than 20 years old. And they're just crawling across the the tops of our kitchen counters or not our counters, but like the cabinets on top near the ceiling. And they're super cute. I bet I could get one from the laundry room in my building. They have vines hanging from the ceiling. And you could probably just steal one. Yeah, I could. Do they? Can I just like cut off one and then like stick it in a pot? I I need to figure out how the plants work. Yeah, I don't really know how plants work. Um, but they have it, so they're like they're they're going all along the walls in our laundry room, and then they took out the the ceiling was one of those kind where it's like ceiling tiles that you mm-hmm. can push out, you know. They took them all out, so it's just the guide rails, and they have the vines like wrapped around them. Oh my god, that's so, so like industrial chic. I know, and they have like a little library in there. It's very Amelie. It sounds very Amelie. It's like very Amelie. Mm-hmm. I always feel like Amelie when I do my laundry. But. I mean, don't you feel like Amelie all the time though? Yeah, basically, you could say that. You could say you're Amelie. It was so, okay, so I know you're probably used to the cold. I've never experienced um, cold like this. Like, it was four degrees when I was outside yesterday. Yeah, it's four degrees, but plus wind chill, because it's really yeah. windy in Chicago, isn't it? Yeah, and I uh, tomorrow, I think our high is, like, negative one, and, like, the oh low is, God. like, negative 13. And I've, the lowest like I've experienced is probably when I was in Philly and I don't think it got like lower than the teens. I don't think it did. I don't remember ever being like drastically cold, but I was outside yesterday and um, I was trying to get an Uber downtown and my phone shut off. It was so cold. Like I had 70% battery and then it was just like dead. Oh my God. Your phone was like, nope. It was just like, nope. And it's, you know, it has a metal casing too. So I'm sure that doesn't fucking help. Mm -hmm. But when I finally got in the Uber, I like sat on it for a while and it turned (laughs) back on. Please. But I was so, (laughs) I was so cold that like, you know, your eyes don't really have like feeling, feeling Mm -hmm. like, you know, I could like feel my eyeballs freezing (laughs) inside my my head. Yes, I was like, what is this? It's crazy. Well, you're so thin, I just assume that you're, all the fluids in your body start crystallizing because you don't have any <laughs> residual heat. Immediately. I had to get some under... So we went in, I went into the Under Armour store. It was way too expensive. Oh, so yeah. then I went into Uniqlo, mm-hmm. and they had, like, um, tights to go under your jeans. Yeah, yeah. Some warm ones, so I got some of those. Those help a lot, I feel like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How cold does it get in Montana? I have no concept of like how cold it gets in different places. Well, apparently. I th- well, the, the, you're you're as far north as as like where I am in Missoula. I feel like, and um, but I'm I'm near the mountains. It's if you can feel different things because when I was living in Boston, it was kind of like how you said you were living in Philly, where it didn't really get any colder than the teens. Or so, but when I was living in Boston, it was like it was humid. So you have this really humid, cold weather, which just like really just it's like needles 
it felt completely different from what I was used to in Montana. But in Montana, like, I mean, it doesn't usually get this cold, but tomorrow, like I said, we we're going to get it's uh, the lows like negative 20, which is fucking insane. It's absolutely insane. Um, That's like not normal. Well, not usually like in in the past, like, you know, five to eight years, I feel like that it it doesn't get that low. You know, we have like cold Mm -hmm. spots like that, but I feel like it definitely in the coldest months, I feel like it kind of um, rounds out around like zero or ten. Usually like it's not supposed to go like that cold, but it does sometimes. But on like on the on the whole, it's usually, you know, between zero and ten. But it gets fucking cold. And, And it's not even that windy here. Usually like Chicago is is known for their wind and that makes everything like 10 times worse i had like a paper bag and i was about to just like hold it in the air and like catch a draft (laughs) mary poppins the fuck out of there swear to god it but it probably would have blown me into the lake and i probably just would have been fine with that honestly Mm -hmm. i want to go see if the lake's frozen i'm pretty sure it's gotta be frozen yeah does it does it freeze i i assume it freezes i mean if it's that fucking cold people have told me it freezes okay and when it's zero it like there's gotta be i don't know though i don't know I'm not a scientist I'm not or a s- meteorologist. <laughs> I'm not a meteor. So I'm, I'm not a meteor. I'm not I a medium. Know. So <laughs> I wish I were a medium. I have a question to ask you, though. Oh, yeah, sure. Go for it. Have you ever wanted to rent a Jewish person? Um, I never really thought about it. I didn't think I really had a no. need to rent a Jewish person. Well, but- taxes. Oh, okay. Right? I mean, I don't know. That's just a joke I got from Family Guy. Oh, that sounds racist. Is it a race? This is something I'm. It's definitely a stereotype, mm. and it's bad. Yeah, but true. I don't understand races. Anyway, we're gonna continue. <laughs> anyway, before I dig myself into uh-huh. a fucking hole. <laughs> um, there's a new project going on in Germany to ward off anti-Semitism called Rentajew. This sounds like the best startup plan ever. It's started up by Jewish people. Oh, wow. Um, so they've, okay. So let me let me just read this article. I'm getting it from DW.com. Don't know what this site is. Straight from place. Arthur. Stay, straight from Arthur's little sister's mouth. <laughs> um, it says there's about 100,000 Jews um, in Germany. It has a fast-growing Jewish community, but a lot of people have never met a Jewish person. So um, they've got this program. I don't even really know how it works. Obviously, I skimmed the article. Mm-hmm. but Who knows how to I, read these days, honestly? Let me see. They had a really funny um, sh- people. No. Okay. So you know German, Germany's history with Jewish people is not, like, the best. You know, I haven't really heard. You Could know, you explain to me what happened? <laughs> I wouldn't call it, like, great. <laughs> I wouldn't call means. it the best situation. Like, some shit happened in the past, and, like, I don't know, like, a million Jews died or whatever. It's fine. So it's, like, a different situation where it says, like, some people are even afraid to say the word Jew. Interesting. Like, they're just they're too afraid to say it they're too afraid to talk about it so this is like what they're trying to get to let's see one of the people who's running the program says i don't even know if this is politically correct but a jewish person said it we don't want to be defined purely by history and we don't want to be and we don't want to always be seen through this holocaust lens Mm -hmm. she added so i guess they're trying to like Fight anti-Semitism. I don't really know how the program works. It doesn't really go into detail. Mm-hmm. I guess you just like get a Jewish person for a day. And, oh, like, show them around. Like, hey, this is a Jewish person. They exist. 
There's a rent to do seminar. Okay. See, gives you a chance to learn about Judaism, whether okay. it's worship, festivals, ancestry, or the particularly popular topic of food. And they mm. say they they intentionally made the name like provoking like yeah. rented you because Funny, they wanted of. people right they wanted like to get people's attention with it mm-hmm. so uh yeah i mean if you wouldn't i don't obviously don't need to do this i'm dating a um non-practicing jew oh my god so, you, you are know, okay I've, okay i've done my part here's the thing because you say you're a carrie but you're acting like a charlotte <gasps> no but i have sex with everybody Okay, but like, but was that's Charlotte... a Samantha trait? Like, I went on a date yesterday, yeah. then I came home, and then I boinked someone else. I'm just thinking like... of like the timeline where Charlotte like dates the bald Jew, but right, he was right, but he right. was very practicing, and she converted to Judaism. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my See, god. my the extent of mine was like we went in a candy store yesterday, and there was like one little display of like. I don't know, like chocolate dreidels. Mm-hmm. And one of, one of the dreidels had Santa on it. And I was like, something's wrong here. <laughs> I don't think this adds up. <laughs> I don't think this is right. <laughs> and so he he said some Jewish words to well, me. Well, he, was was like, he was your rent-a-Jew to explain to you what it meant. He <laughs> was my rent-a-Jew. He's, so I'm yeah. curious. So is, I want, I'm wondering, since there really isn't much information in the article, if this is a... A situation because like I'm not from Germany. Do we have any German listeners that could like cue us into like kind of what's going on? But it sounds to me like that that Germans like don't want to be like I don't want to say don't want to be associated with Jews, but it's sort of situation where they're ashamed of their of the Germany's past with the Jewish population, and so it's kind of like a a, a sore subject for everyone. So they just want to avoid it at all costs sort of situation and so the rented jew right. is, a, is a something to you know bring jewish people and jewish culture back into light and let you know the german population know let that people hey, know right hey, you know jewish it. people exist and we're more than just the holocaust we have traditions and food and people and festivities like learn more about jewish culture that isn't just us getting slaughtered in the past i'm assuming right and like i think we also we have to look at it through like the cultural lens that it's happening in. exactly like Exactly. We, you know, we all know what happened in Germany, like mm-hmm. in World War II and World War One too. I don't remember, uh, but it was bad. <laughs> it was bad. It was fucking <laughs> it was bad. Fucking if you don't bad. remember, that's an understatement. I wasn't it was bad. It's fucking horrible. <laughs> um, so, like, we, you know, we're in, we live in a place where, like, I don't know, we don't have to worry about saying the word Jewish or yeah. Jew or something. Mm-hmm. Like, there are Jews out there and i don't know well it's it's weird to me that that's uh, in the article you said that some german people say that they've never even met a jewish person where like i'm from middle of fuck nowhere montana and i knew a few different jewish people that went to my went to my high school like i had a i had a i was in a band once in high school and our drummer was jewish he had like a he had a menorah hanging above his fireplace i think his parents i think his family was very like non-practicing but they still like had like jewish stuff around their house and he like made it a point that to say that he was a jew and like i grew up like literally like i'm you know nowhere like montana doesn't fucking exist and so i'm assuming like i feel like germany in my mind is a more metropolitan well country in general but apparently not they did like there was 
they started off in some like college seminar class or something, and they were like, raise your hand if you've ever met a Jewish person. Mm-hmm. And it says like one person raised their hand and they were like, I, I don't know, like pr- probably met one in passing or something. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I didn't know any Jewish people in Arkansas. Yeah. Like, see, like that's what I would, I would only expect. Christianity down there. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure there, you know, we're practicing Jewish people, but like. I could see this program working well in, like, the South, to be honest. Uh, like, yeah. there were no Jews in Arkansas. Like, Gotta educate were, the masses, man. That were viewable, you know. There are different people with different ethnic and diverse backgrounds. Who fucking totally. knew, man? Who knew? It's like, you could learn stuff. I want to know more about, like, Hanukkah, honestly. Because I heard the story of it once, and I was like, that sounds pretty rad. And then, and then you never heard it again. Episode of, there was an episode of Friends with, like, the Hanukkah, like, aardvark or whatever. Oh, my God. And Joe, your 90s sounded, are showing. Sounded pretty interesting. <laughs> <laughs> sounded pretty great. I'm pretty sure I get all my Jewish information from Friends reruns. So. Just wanted to let you know. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, it sounds like an interesting program, and it sounds like maybe it'll get somewhere with breaking down some prejudices. Well, we Just can only to, hope. you know. We can only hope. Tis we, the season to rent a Jew. Ooh, tis, I wonder if they have gift certificates. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, <laughs> tis the season to rent a Jew. I'm thinking, oh, that would be a great podcast title, but we did have one that was Ling Long Ding Dong. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, th- I think we I think we've met our quota for the um, Have you had trouble shopping for uh, holiday presents this time of year? Um, I feel like a lot of people have trouble, but I'm the type of person, well, I mean, I feel like our generation specifically who grew up on the internet and, and that sort of thing, I feel like that we are the types of people where we buy the majority of our presents online on Amazon or like Alibaba or something. Is, am I wrong with this? Or like how many, you know, are, are you an online shopper when it comes to the holiday season or do you like to go out? I shop very last minute with my sister every single year and it's hectic and it's troublesome because we don't, my parents are the hardest fucking people to shop for. Parents in general are the worst to shop for. Literally in the world. I have no, like my mom doesn't want anything. My dad doesn't want anything. And Mm -hmm. so it's like, what, like, and they, they don't have any hobbies. Like (laughs) they don't do like, they go to church. They go to church. They had play piano and organ. They already have a piano and an organ. Like, like, what the fuck do you want? What parents? do you want? Yeah. My mom's like not looking to take up any new hobbies. Mm-hmm. Um, but have you seen the thing that was selling on Nordstrom? No. What the, is this? Um, okay. It's called for $85. You can buy on Nordstrom. I think it's sold out actually. A leather wrapped rock. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh. a rock in a leather pouch. <laughs> It says, is it a paperweight, a conversation piece, a work of art? It's up to you. But this smooth Los Angeles area stone wrapped in rich, vegetable tanned American leather secured by sturdy contrast backstitching is sure to draw attention. It's literally a rock in a leather in a it's, tiny it's a leather bag. It's a rock pouch. in a fucking leather bag. Um, for $65, you can get a smaller version. Oh, wow. I wonder how much is the pebble? Uh, you know, I don't think that's available. You either have to get a smallish rock or a medium. See, this is how they get you. You know, they don't have the right sizes. They're always mm-hmm. out of stock. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, I hate the holiday season. But like, really, like what sort of hipster asshole was like, you know what? We can send, you know, Nordstrom's an $85 fucking rock with leather and it'll sell out. And then the, then they're right. It is sold out. Yeah. I Well, 
some people were making fun of it online. It even had its own. It has its own like Twitter account now. Oh fuck. Um, yeah, like <laughs> at Nordstrom Rock. But, it's like they're trying I'm, to force a meme. It's like a meme. I don't. Mm. I don't know, man. But like, really, are like, what? Are, why are, are people like? Like, you don't spend $85 on a novelty gift. Like, how white and rich are you to do that? Like, oh, look at you. I got you no, a rock yeah. wrapped in a leather pouch, and it was 85 Like, what are you? Like, you could have donated that $85 to, like, the Humane Society or something. Like, come on, people. Nordstrom is, like, a very pretentious place. Oh, totally. To like, I, that's like, the one place I would expect to sell a fucking rock wrapped yeah. in a leather pouch. Um, it says a spokesperson for Nordstrom declined to say how many rocks were sold, but they did uh, confirm so they are keeping it on the real items for sale. Yes. Okay. Um, oh, there were two that were available on the one in Michigan Avenue in Chicago. Missed my chance. Oh, oh God forbid. You just have to wait till next year to get your fucking rock. They have, oh my God. And it shows you like, um, so it says we're all out of this item. Try one of these instead. There's a good night. Nightlight cactus lamp for $110. What? I know. And then there's a pineapple or pina colada LED lamp for $93. What asshole just walks into the Dollar Tree, picks up a bunch of shit, and then ups the price a thousand percent? I honestly feel like the, like, shoppers for Nordstrom, like, the buyers went to just, like, Dollar Tree. Right. It's crazy. This looks like cheap shit, too. It's awful. God, I just, I, I want to meet the people who actually put their, pla- put this on their plastic card and was like, this is a good purchase. I wonder if, like, I want to know if any of these rocks sold for real or if they only sold once it became, like, a meme. And right? people just, like, wanted to be a part of the situation. Because I, I wanted, like, the people who might have purchased it for real, those are the people I want to meet. Uh, I mean, like, uh, these are like, I I can't imagine. At first, I'm like, these people could have spent their money on way better things. But then I remember that it was a couple weeks ago, the Cards Against Humanity company had a um, a holiday hole stream and people gave $100,000 to Cards Against Humanity to dig a hole in the middle of nowhere and live stream it. They just, they literally, it was such a great metaphor. They were literally throwing their money into the hole by keeping it going. And I was like, these are the did, sorts of people that would pay $85 for a rock. Um, did they say what they did with that money? Because I've heard various stories online of like I random charities no gotten, getting like, or random organizations that are like, you know, helping pets or children or whatever. Same thing. I hope that, like, I assume they did. Yeah. Be kind of shitty if they didn't. <laughs> they there, just well, I've only read like reports that have said like Cars Against Humanity sent us like money or like bought this thing for us or you know like helped us here or there. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I would I assume that all the money like went to a good cause, but I have no idea. Yeah, I feel like I mean I, basically you people were paying for them to dig the hole. Yeah, literally, so good. Like it makes me like hate life, but it also is like incredible in its own right. Mm-hmm. So good. Um, oh, okay. So let's say the company asked people to donate five dollars for absolutely no reason. Um, oh, this was this was the last Black Friday. So the, this was for Black Friday. But last year apparently, oh, yeah, yeah. last year apparently, Cards Against Humanity asked people to. This is from Polygon um, to donate five dollars for absolutely no reason. 
So they weren't even digging a fucking hole and it, they raised up to $70,000 and the money was divided among team members who donated the majority of it to different charities they felt passionate about across Aww. the United States. So I don't know what they're doing currently with the with the money they got from the holiday hole, but I'm assuming that they're doing something similar to what they did with the one they did last year. Probably so. Ugh, imagine working for Cards Against Humanity. That'd be crazy. They seem like a good company. Right? Exactly. Like, I don't they know. They seem like fun I, guys. Yeah, just from like random shit I've read, but who right. knows? Right. Incredible. Well, All I mean, corporations are, are evil. So are are you saying so is is are we summing up this this segment with us with you saying that you're going to buy this rock for your parents? Yeah, it's what else am I going to get them? <laughs> yeah, you, there's nothing else. I mean, when you have it all, might as well get a when rock. When you have it all, you get a rock and a fucking leather sleeve. Did you ever have a pet rock as a kid? You know, I wasn't stupid. So okay. okay. Actually, because... I think I, I don't know. I don't think I honestly did. No. Okay. Why Whenever, did you? I had a chia pet as a kid. Oh well, yeah, those are cute. Those are fun. I had a chia pet, and I had a, uh, I, I did some sort of flower that blooms really quickly that my grandma would always give to me from like my birthday or something. You would like water it. It was one of those like plants that would bloom like really beautifully and then it'd die like a week later so it was like a really great gift for a kid because you could just see the cycle of life in like two weeks but i never had a pet rock but i was just wondering because i mean is this rock a pet like i don't know it can be anything you want it's me it's like it's the ultimate gift because it's it's just around your imagination man the fact that like pet rocks were a thing like just like was that like a 70s 80s thing I don't know. Like, it had to have been before the internet because right. who the fuck would get a pet rock <laughs> when you can, like, look at porn? For right. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck would do anything when you can just look at porn? Right? Horrible. But, yeah. Get a rock on Nordstrom. Sure. Why not? Maybe they're bringing it back. Maybe. I don't know. I fucking hope not. Jesus I Christ. I hate it. It's just, it just seems like such a fucking, like, western world thing to have on the internet mm-hmm. a rock for like 85 dollars. i don't know <laughs> if i were living in like a third world country hearing about that would really piss me off totally hmm. i agree mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. anyways um well what else do i have to talk about with you um i've got some k-pop drama but i was gonna save it if oh, was it gonna be your anything. favorite thing no, it wasn't going to be my favorite thing. I just have it on, like, you know, the back burner. You have it on the back burner? It. Yeah. Well, I mean, we, we can't talk about it. We have, like, you know, we have six minutes to spare before we go into our favorite things okay. if you want to bring it up. So everybody knows the Jessica drama that went on, like, it's been a couple years now. It's like, so 2000. A year or so. Um, Jessica left Girls' Generation. Someone told me, someone, like, messaged us recently and said they wanted more K-pop drama in our in our uh, podcast. So, Well, you asked um, for it, so here it is, girls. I bring it up. So she was doing an interview or something, and she, she came out with a new album. In my opinion, I listened to the main song. It's like she's trying to do a dancey thing, but like I don't it just know. wasn't I working out. No, it's not as good as like Taeyeon did like her dance album, but mm-hmm. I don't know, whatever. Um, she apparently said, like someone asked her if she was going to go on music shows, and she apparently said, "I want to go on these music shows, but you know why I can't do it, right?" So, like, insinuating she's being blocked from broadcast by, like, SM, you know, the company that Girls' Generation is under. But people are saying she may, there may be a clause, like a non-compete clause in her. Like, okay, I don't think her contract was up when she left SM. No, it doesn't sound like it. No, it wasn't. And so they were thinking that, like, maybe part of her being let go from her contract was saying she won't compete 
on like music shows until that contract was supposed to be up. Mm-hmm. Like she can release music and do whatever, but she can't like compete with anyone else in the company. That makes like, sense. On music shows. Yeah. Which it sounds like honestly a pretty good deal. Cause if you're, they're letting you out of like a three year contract or something, you know, well, they yeah, gotta get know, something out of it too. They, they, cause you know, those, those, uh, those K-pop K-star groups in South Korea, especially, they grab the child stars by the balls and make them sign a, a you know blood oath contract for 150,000 years, and mm-hmm. then it's hard for them to get out of it anyway. So it's lucky that Jessica even got the chance to get out of it. But I right. I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt that that's exactly the situation that she's in, where she's in a non-compete situation. Well, with it's her all speculation. Yeah, obviously, and they don't know like if it will end or like what the situation is or anything. But well, I'm curious if it, if weird. she if it is a, a clause in her contract. I wonder when, uh, how long that contract was is supposed to be in play. Like, I wonder I how long she signed, signed it for. I think uh, Girls' Generation's contracts are ending pretty soon. Okay. Like maybe in the next year or so. Mm-hmm. so. So I guess we'll see. Maybe. I guess we'll see. But I don't know if I like. Honestly, like she has not put out good music, in my mm-hmm. personal opinion. Like Fly was probably like it was the most cringy song I've ever heard in my entire life. Ooh, girl. And this one is called like it's she's got like this whole Alice in Wonderland theme or something. And it's just like she's recycling the same vibe. And like, just browning at his Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. She, we're like it's almost the same vibe as her last one. Her, her last two music videos, too. It's just weird. Recycled like sounds like a good way to describe what's happening. Yeah, I don't know. I feel I feel bad for her. Like I will always root for Jessica, mm-hmm. but like. But like, I mean, girl, when Taeyeon is taking like center songs. stage right now, like. Yeah, like, damn just, girl. Like stop writing your own songs, girlfriend. <laughs> like stop girl, it. please, please, girl. Stop, stop it. it, Jessica. Stop it. I don't even know if she wrote like her new album. I think she did, but honestly, who knows? To so be that's honest. the drama. I. And we'll probably never hear about it again, honestly. She probably can't say anything. She's probably afraid to say things. Yeah, I would be afraid to say shit. Like, Jesus the Christ. Same. There's K-pop know. drama. K-pop drama. Thank you so much for that. I, like, super appreciate it. Always updating the K-pop girls with all that drama that they need or whatever. I don't know. I mean, it, it takes a while for the news to get over here from Korea. So that's why, you know, we report on it, like, nine years late. Sure. Because we're like professional reporters. Like, it's fine. I mean, this happened like this week, you know, it's like. Well, then you are like, it's a hot button issue then. Yeah, it's hot. I had no idea. Excuse me. Yeah. Two days ago, I think. Oh, my God. Well, shall we do our favorite things? Yes, we might as well just get into it. These are a few of our favorite things. So I'll go first because it is my birthday and I am finally, I can get my driver's license. I actually have my learner's permit. Okay. So, you know, I can I have to drive with my parents in the car, but like I hopefully I'll be able to like drive to like the like crosstown football me and like make out with like the head football coach in the car. OK, anyways. Um, <laughs> so for my birthday, my parents, they were at an art exhibit. They were at an art uh, museum or something, something local here in town in Montana. And some person had on display animal heads not actual heads but ant like they were um paper mache animal heads that were made out of um musical sheet music like sheet music that you would uh play from like actual sheet music because mm-hmm. you know how you know paper mache you obviously use paper because it's paper mache instead of using like regular old paper they used um sheet music and my parents saw one i think there was a there was a badger there was uh, something else, and then there was a pig's head. 
And my parents looked at it and they were like, this is for Sam. And you can like mount it on your wall. It's like, it's, it's a, this looks like the size of an actual pig's head. Um, it's like a decent size, but it's paper mache. So it's light. And so mm-hmm. they bought it for me and they gave it to me as a birthday present a couple hours ago. And I swear to fucking God, it's probably the best birthday present I've ever gotten in my entire life. And we've named him um, Ludwig von Swein. And he's going to be mounted above my piano when I get back to Missoula. And I tweeted a picture of him. Um, so if you guys go to twitter.com slash bitcrunch and scroll down, you can see a picture of Ludwig. He is absolutely incredible. But it's one of those things where like, like my parents know me way too much to the sense where they were like, this is something Sam would like. And they were absolutely correct. Like it's the weirdest fucking thing. But it's, it's probably gorgeous. one of my favorite things. It's like absolutely perfect. The thing that I'm curious about is since it's made out of sheet music paper mache i can't um the the paper mache paper is torn up too much for me to like read it so i'm wondering if the sheet music that they used have some sort of like association with pigs or with like the piece itself or it's just like some random it's candy coated um, piano piece it, yeah it's probably candy coated it's all it's of probably our music all of the music that we never put out that's in sheet music form they just turned it into pigs heads which makes sense actually I want to know, because you tweeted the picture mm-hmm. and you posted a couple on Telegram. I want to know what it looks like underneath the paper mache. Oh, like, right? I want to know if it's a wire form or if mm-hmm. it's like an a, some pig head they found. What if it like, what if the paper like rots away one day and it's like a fucking pig under there? Like I wake up one day and the paper mache is gone and it's an actual pig's head. It's like a, a dead pig corpse head. Um, okay, you want to you talk about the best birthday present ever? That yeah, would be that the best be birthday it. present ever. Right? Right. You just, would just like put it in your crock pot. Oh, totally. And you could cook a leather shoe in a crock pot and it would turn out great. I wouldn't have a problem. That good. I wouldn't have a problem with a rotten pig head. Let me tell you. So, anyways, I, I, you guys should totally go to my Twitter and look at the fucking pig's head because it's absolutely like I need to share it with everyone because it's best gift ever, hands down. So good. Definitely go look at it. Perfect present for you. It's Just one of those things where enough. like it's it's gonna. So my my piano is right in front of our front door where my my roommate and I, and I live, and so it's one of those things where they walk through the door, they walk by the closet, and they turn left to look at the living room. The first thing they see is gonna be that fucking pig head mounted on the wall right above the piano. So it's gonna be a great conversation starter. It's very Amelie. It's it. I feel like it's very Amelie. Yeah, it's something quirky she would have. It's very quirky. It's like Zoe Deschanel, Amelie, like whatever. I just have a fucking paper mache pig's head. Like, no big deal. So quirky. So, there you go. What about you, Joe? What's your favorite Good thing? Good favorite thing. Um, so, mine is a movie that I saw. Is it Amelie? Um, no. Ugh. Yes. But yes, but no. Yes, but um, no. <laughs> so, I went on a date and we saw Jackie. Oh. With uh, Natalie Portman, the story mm-hmm. of Jackie Kennedy. And it, like, it takes place, like, what after he gets shot like right the, after he gets in shot. the following days of like after he gets shot and oh. it was really fucking good it made me want to be um the president's wife of like a president who gets killed oh my that would be i mean i bet that's a fetish it's like a very specific job mm-hmm. it, yeah because like your husband like maybe, has to be president and he has to get assassinated yeah i think only like three people have gone through that or whatever but mm-hmm. i want to be the next one mm-hmm. but um natalie portman is so good like I don't know. I did, I don't know much about the Kennedys, honestly. Like that yeah. was before my time. Um, but uh, you know how, like sometimes when you watch an actor 
like portraying as someone else like you can't get it out of your head like mm-hmm. they that is not them like it's yeah. just a little off and it's like really distracting yeah it was like not that not like that at all like sh- i thought she nailed it mm-hmm. like it was crazy good and the guy who played bobby kennedy was really good too Ooh. um and it was just like freaky yeah Totally freaky. Well, I, I remember it's interesting when you tweeted that because uh, for some reason, for me, like I didn't assume that would be a movie that you would ever want to see. Maybe I just don't no, know. No, I like forgot it was out. Yeah. But um, like the person suggested it. Okay. Because like I saw trailers for it a while ago. I think when it, I think it went to festivals first before it came to theaters. Yeah. Um, and I remember there was a scene that was posted um, of Natalie Portman playing Jackie Kennedy. And it was a situation where she was speaking. And I, mm-hmm. from what I remember from what I was watching and listening to, I feel like that she had the accent down totally. I feel like that it, like, it was, I, I feel the same way as you, where it, it, when I was watching it, I didn't see Natalie Portman there. I saw Jackie Kennedy, which is crazy. Yeah, it was really good. Mm-hmm. It was like her, I feel like it was not like a bad, like, you know how sometimes actors will do it and it just looks like a bad impression. Yeah. Like and you can't get it out of your head. That it's like, all. oh, this is just Natalie Portman being shitty. Right, right. But it was like genuinely good. And they nice. even used some, um, they, I, I guess Jackie Kennedy did like a White House tour video Ooh. and they used some of the footage from it, like mixed in with footage of Natalie Portman doing like the same tour. And after like the movie, I was like, I wonder how close those shots were. And mm-hmm. I went and I watched the the actual White House tour and it was like frame for frame, like to spot a T. on. Yeah. Same like dialogue and everything. It was crazy. So you could really say the good. Jackie Kennedy was the original, um, room tour vlog meme yeah she was like the original like apartment tour like Mm -hmm. you know like she started the cribs like mtv cribs or whatever oh my god hi mtv welcome to my crib i'm jackie kennedy yeah well that sounds good it really did make me want to be like like president's wife though i mean you have you have enough wigs to pull it off let's be real i could pull that off the long con Mm-hmm. And I, I and I I feel, I feel like that I think the only really real problem you're gonna have is like being in a situation where your husband gets assassinated. I feel like that's kind of the caveat that you have to deal with. I feel like you can set that up. Yeah, you could probably pay people, but I, it just sounds like a lot of paperwork. It needs to. I would want it to be like more natural, though. Mm-hmm. I need to not expect it. Yeah, yeah. It needs to be a surprise, right? It's like a party. Yeah, totally surprise. Well, good. Well, well that's good. a great favorite thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Congratulations. Good favorite things. Good favorite things. Well, good. We ha- both had our wonderful favorite things. And uh, uh, what do we have? We have a text and an, and an email or We've something? We've got a text and an email. I'll start off with an email. Okay, that sounds good. It's from Tony from Scotland. It says, hey, Sam and Joe, I've got two questions for you guys. On your podcast this week, you mentioned your Young and Free Part 1 and how you still listen to it. I have always enjoyed your music, and I've bought a year of singles, the Moonlight EP, and some other singles, and still listen to them on frequent rotation. My favorite tracks are probably Wonder from Moonlight, and I've just begun. My first question is, what are your most and least favorite songs that you have written slash produced, either that you have or either that you have or have never been released. Secondly, if you guys had demand and a fan base that wasn't split all over the world, do you think you guys would do live shows? How would you have the stage and production? Love the show and I followed Joe's online career since 5AG days. I know everyone says that, but it's true. Thanks for reading my question and hope you guys have a great festive season. From Tony, 
Scotland. Oh my God. Thank you so much, Tony from Scotland. Thank you, Tony. I don't know if Tony is, it's T-O-N-I. Ooh, that could be, that's very like agender. Totally. It's so like progressive. So progressive. Like flow so, from progressive. Yes. So you wouldn't get that joke because flow from progressive is a U.S. thing. So I'm sorry, She's Tony. literally my favorite person in the People world. People dress up as flow from progressive for Halloween. The progressive commercials actually make me laugh. They're good. Like, they're very well I done. I love them. Yeah, they're really good. And there's also um, really horrifying drawn porn of, of uh, flow from progressive. Ew, I don't want to know about that. Well, now but you the do. the one with the Kool-Aid man, I, like, sent it to all of you guys. Like, mm-hmm. I send people that video. Mm-hmm. I'm like, so look good. at this commercial. I want progressive insurance. I mean, uh, exactly. That's how you That's how you rake in the customers with just good sure, commercials. Sure. Um, okay. So our least, our most and least favorite songs that we've ever produced and released or otherwise or well, not released. Well, you you released a lot of music before I was even around. So you have a lot right. more of your catalog to kind of, you know, reach mm-hmm. in and grab from. Um but I feel like I I feel like our I my favorite thing, my favorite um song that we probably did together was probably probably you and me off of Young and Free Part 1. I feel like Oh, really? A, I feel like that was a really good song. And you made a music video for it, and it was like my, I don't know, I felt very successful as like a 15-year-old <laughs> producing mm-hmm. music mm-hmm. after mm-hmm. after uh, working with you on that song. And I, I feel like I really enjoyed that one a lot. Yeah, I think that was a, I really like that one. I would have thought you would have picked it, though. Really? Yeah, no, I don't know why, but. I mean, I, what I about you? you what, what's your favorite way? one? Um, my favorite one is probably Too Young. Ooh, oh, I love that was too like young. people think it was about like a hookup or something like where <laughs> someone has asked me before. They're like, is this song is about a hookup? Right. And I'm like, no, like, no. obviously, it's about being too like, young. It's about like a moment. Mm-hmm. I just really like the lyrics in that song. It's, it's so about good. like a moment where like you're with someone and you're like, this is this isn't working. This yeah, is, no, we're too young for this situation. It's not happening. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know why. I think it's because of the chorus in that one. Mm-hmm. I really like the lyrics. Right? Yeah, that's, and then, that's a really good song. Uh, I have a song that um, I don't know if anyone's. I don't think I've. I think I played it in a live stream before, but it's called Vega, and oh. I've never. I've not. It's a ukulele song, and I want to release it someday. I just haven't gotten around to recording it or mm-hmm. doing anything with it. But that's probably it's probably another one of my favorite ones I've written. What about your, do we have least favorites? I don't think I have a least favorite. Um, I don't, I don't really know. think I have a least favorite. There was that one, I think the I've Just Begun si- single, like whatever month that was, which mm-hmm. this person says I've Just Begun is one of their favorites. But it's not Sorry. that one. I'm sure there were some on that one that I don't really listen to anymore because there were mm-hmm. like four, three or four songs on that one. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't really, like I feel like if I, if, we hate it. We don't put it out. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like we make music that's like I feel like that the music that we've made in the past definitely it's like a it's like a stamp of the time in, of our life during mm-hmm. those moments, which I feel like is very telling. And I yeah, I feel like that we don't like we've worked on a lot of like songs together, and a lot of things don't come to fruition, which is just like how the like songwriting you know process goes for a lot of people. Like people like there's. I know like Carly Rae Jepsen and Kylie Minogue, they'll write like a hundred songs for an album. 
and then only like 12 get through. Like, that's insane to me. That's like so much songwriting. I can't even imagine that. But yeah, it's 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 like we wouldn't release anything that's like bad. I yeah. hope. Have there been any that we haven't released that you thought were shitty? I don't think so. I mean, I I haven't really I haven't had the time to go back through like our back catalogs from all the years of like demos that we've worked on and nothing has really ever come from it. I can think of some like shitty demos. Really? Not on your end, but like on my end. Like I, I'll re-listen to, I'll like dig up some old lyrics that like I had tried to force you to turn into a song, and I'm like, thank God it didn't work out. So it's it's more it's more of like a, a lyrical standpoint and less. Oh, of like totally, a, of a, totally. Of a like, oh, like my voice sounds shitty. Right, right. I okay. mean, the voice sounds shitty is like across the platform. Like it's that's pa- it's part of the of it's part of the music. Right, that's like just part of the, what you have to accept. Mm-hmm. With our it's music. part of the DNA. Uh huh. Um, but I can think of a few that I was just like, oh, thank God. It well, I mean, how long anywhere. have you been writing lyrics for? You know, just like my whole life. I was just yeah. like born, like with a pen in my hand. Like, no big, like, whatever. Like, like no of course, big. like the lyrics that you write are going to be shaped around your life events. So when you're younger, you're going to write about younger things. And when you're older, you're going to write based off of your life experiences. Sure, sure. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm How sorry. introspective. Right. And so what was um, the last part of that question from Tony? Oh, so if our fan base wasn't split all over the world, do you think you guys would do live shows? And how would you have the stage and the production? I feel like that we'd be able to, if everyone in the world who like wanted to listen to us live uh, came together, I feel like we might be able to fit like a small nightclub. Maybe. Maybe a small nightclub. Mm-hmm. You know what I would like to do with that? What? So I wouldn't want it to be like a nightclub, though. I would want it, here's my vision, mm-hmm. like a jazz lounge. Oh, totally. That, that, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. Like, like yeah, a, you're like on a, you're on a grand piano and mm-hmm. I'm like in this sequined red dress. Mm-hmm. With, with one of your lying, wigs on. Right. Lying on top of it. And mm-hmm. we do like jazzy like renditions. renditions of all the songs and and half the time i don't know the lyrics and i'm just drunk mm-hmm. so i'm just like mm-hmm. scatting perfect <laughs> it's just you like leaning in and out of the mic because you're trying not to fall over <laughs> like bantering Beautiful. with the crowd drunk and kind of like how i imagine judy garland at her shows honestly yeah literally yeah. we can just do a judy garland impersonation show where it's just you being drunk on stage that's what i want and I want to I th- do like a jazz version of like Over the Rainbow too, uh, right? I w- I wouldn't even charge tickets. I'd pay people to come and listen to us. <laughs> I'd be like, you, you have to you have to come here and live, witness this with me. <laughs> Did you see Aretha Franklin do the national anthem at that football or ba- baseball or whatever Sports. game recently? No, yeah. no, I haven't. Was it good? It Was lasted it bad? what like f- like twelve minutes or something? <laughs> like, oh, I'm not no. even kidding. And it was so good, of course, because it was her. Yeah, but, but it was 12 like, minutes. Right. I want to do like a 12-minute version of like, you know, Somewhere Over the Rainbow or like oh Wonder God. or, you know, something. That oh, that done. reminds me. Oh, this is like weirdly off subject because I'm, I'm reminded of like, okay, so that's 12 minutes of people standing for the national anthem or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which reminds me of when back in my day when I was a good little Christian boy and we went to church did you like were you sitting were you standing up and sitting down and standing up and sitting down yeah, during different parts God, it was so for weird for some yeah. reason when i was a kid it felt like that i was standing for a hundred thousand years every time we were standing and i would what? get like lightheaded and i'd be like oh my god like why i'm still standing 
and then we'd sit down. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it was. Maybe I was just lazy. Maybe it was just a fat kid. But I don't know what it was. But every time we stood up, it felt like that I was standing forever. Like talk about a white girl problem. Oh my god. Did you not stand for very long in your church? Uh, no, I just like w- like was capable of standing for more than <laughs> three minutes on your own at two a time. Feet. Yeah, I could just you know I was fucking normal. Mm-hmm, because mm-hmm, I had I like see. what's it called stamina. Yeah, you had stamina. I had stamina. Okay. I do hate it though. Have- like I still as an adult, I guess everybody gets this. Like I still stand up too fast and I get crazy lightheaded. Oh yeah, same. And like almost fall over. Well, I feel but. like that for you, it's because you don't have enough blood running through your body because you're so yeah, small. Yeah, probably so. Probably mm-hmm. so. You need a couple transfusions. Oh my god, that'd be great. Right? I feel like you'd feel really refreshed after a transfusion. Right? It's I like, probably would. It's like the new juice cleanse, right? One time I had to like go to the ER to get just like fluids, mm-hmm. and like it felt so good. I was like, is this what it feels like to like have fluid in your body? <laughs> it's great. Yeah, it's like, well, it's like for me, I feel like that's something that really old rich people will do in the future where they're just they're too lazy to drink water. So they just like get a fluid IV and they just I would do that. There, right. It's like got to not be that expensive. What are they just like pump like saline or I don't yeah, know, maybe yeah. that's dangerous. I don't know what you do. Whatever. Um. Whatever. Regardless. Thank you, Tony. Yeah. Thank that's you. Tony. Cool question. Wait, was that your view, too, of how we would tour? Or yeah. Oh, totally. Exactly. Different? Like okay. the exact same. OK, good. I'm glad we're on the same page. We're definitely on the same page. Good, uh, please good, good. buy our tickets via Ticketmaster. So you get scalped. Mm. Sure, sure, sure. Sure. No, you sure, can sure. buy your tickets. Just PayPal me directly. And <laughs> yeah, <send> directly, <laughs> directly. At our Nigerian <laughs> website. And I'll send you like an e confirmation. Yeah, know. you'll send you a handwritten note in the mail saying I'll send you an e card, <laughs> an e card <laughs> from like jib jab or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Okay. Okay. We've got a text message for this okay. next one. It says, hey, guys, it's Stephanie from Pennsylvania. All the texts you've gotten recently from Anonymous in Pennsylvania have been from me. Whoops. Anyway, so (laughs) I've been. Whoops. (laughs) Anyway, so I've been getting in the holiday spirit, and I was wondering, what is your favorite and least favorite part of the holiday season? My favorite part is all the decorations, and my least favorite is the stress of shopping for holiday gifts. Thanks. Well, thank you so much. Mysterious Pennsylvanian comes to fruition. Yes, thank you very much, Stephanie. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what about you? What are your least favorite and favorite? Well, let's start off with least favorite because that's the most fun to talk about. Yeah, least favorite. I mean, for me, it's because I live in a in a you know in basically the tundra. It's driving home for the holiday season because I live two hours away um, by driving. And it snows here, which means it snows on the road, which means things get icy and things get dangerous. So when I was driving home um, a couple days ago, I I had to like drive like a grandma and I was it was kind of getting dark. And so it was just, it's, it's stressful. It's stressful to drive on roads that aren't completely like dry and you don't have to worry about anything. So that's right. uh, that's one thing I hate about the holidays because, I'm you know, we're doing lots of traveling because my sister is graduating. We're going to a different city and then we have to visit our grandparents, which li- live in a different city. And so lots of driving in, you know, not the best weather conditions that always happens during the holiday season and it's like dangerous but needed because you want to see your family during the holidays so that's probably my least favorite what about you do you have like snow tires or anything oh yeah i've studded snow tires do people know Ooh, what that la, is la. uh Stuts. are those those chains that you put on them 
No, those are just chains. We just call those oh. chains. So studded snow tires are tires that have um, metal studs in in like sides. Yeah, like like cleats. Basically, they're cleats for your tires, and so they um they can like they have way more traction, and they can dig into ice. If you're ever on ice, you have way more traction. But it really fucks up the roads during right. like the, the summer or spring. So in Montana, we have a law where you can get pulled over in like May or you no know, like. Uh, March or April if you still have your snow tires on so you have to take them off mm. once the roads are like not icy anymore so interesting well that's good at least yeah so we have we have there's tools but it's still kind of freaky to drive right. in that sort of weather yeah yeah I would hate that mm-hmm. my least favorite is probably like I don't know I get really stressed out seeing my relatives, like not my family, but like mm-hmm. my relatives. extended relatives. Yeah, and every every time I go, and it's not as bad as I ever think it is going to be. You but kind of work like, yourself up for it. Yeah, I still just get so stressed. Mm-hmm. Like this year, we're only going to one side of the family because um, the other side's like doing their own thing. My grandparents died on that side, mm-hmm. so like I only have to deal with one side this year. But it's still just like I don't know. I just dread it. And then when I'm there, I'm like, oh, this isn't bad. I can do this next holiday. And I forget. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, God, I'm going to be like the center of attention, black sheep of the family. Yeah. And then you realize like, oh, there's other, you know, like I'm not the center of of everyone's world. And there's other things people are going to talk about other than how gay I am. Also, I hate, though, like I think one of the other reasons I hate it is because like when we wake up on Christmas, we have to rush our our family Christmas because we have to get ready to go to like one side of the family. Oh, because we dumb. always go to one side of the family on Christmas, and I'm like, I just I for one year, I would like Christmas to just be like me and my family wake up, we have our Christmas, then we can have like a nice family breakfast, you know, just hang out know. super leisurely. Yeah. But it's always like Christmas is just always so rushed, in my opinion, at our house. Interesting. And I don't, like, I wish we could all wake up late and do Christmas. We always have to get up so fucking early and I'm over it. Ugh, I mean, I um, I would make my parents get up early when my sister and I were, like, little. Right, get up, right. You know, and we'd, like, you know, shake our parents awake until they didn't want us anymore. Um, but, yeah, no, in, in our family, we, we kind of have rotational basis where it's different sides of the family, like, will come to our house and then we'll go to their house next year or whatever but we do things where we kind of spread it out in the sense where on my dad's side of the family we go over you know to the old grandparents house usually christmas eve or christmas eve eve and we have a nice dinner there they have like you know they're one of those italian you know families where they are cooking really nice dinners during the holiday season like you know the four years in and out of christmas or four four days in and out of christmas so people can just show up and have a really nice family dinner with them regardless of what day they kind of show up so we have that and then with my mom's side of the family we would like travel the day after christmas so we would usually have just our close family on Christmas and then like maybe a couple um, like aunts and uncles come down like during the afternoon. So it was it was a lot less stressful than what you're experiencing. Yeah, on mine, we do like Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Mm -hmm. So it's like two days straight, like full days of relatives and traveling like, I don't know, it's like two and a half or two hours there, like driving or something. So it's like, I don't know, five hours it takes that out of your day, you know, yeah, and you have to lot. be there. Oh, it's just exhausting. It's, but mm-hmm. it'll only be one this year. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. So that's the worst thing. Mm-hmm. What Favorite about the best thing, thing? I would say, so I like 
with the winter weather. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because, especially now, like it snowed here and it snowed like six or eight inches or something. And it's going to snow even more like when this is coming out. Yeah. And I would hate it if I were driving in it. Like it would fucking oh. suck. But now I got my winter boots. Oh. And um, like the, the sidewalks downtown were all super clear. They're mostly clear up where I live. Mm-hmm. But like there were a few icy patches and like one sweet guy was like oh look out for that ice patch over there and i was like oh my god fucking marry me oh my but, god thanks sweaty right it was cute but um yeah so i like it because i think it's mostly because too like i do most of my work at home mm-hmm. so i don't really have to go out in it i'm not like riding the subway in it so you can is, like you can admire it from the from afar right right and like when i do go out in it it's only to like go to the store which mm-hmm. I do admit has been, when I've had to go grocery shopping in the snow, it's been kind of inconvenient. Yeah. But it's not the worst. Like it yeah, it's be not worse. the worst. No, no, no. The, it's like, sub-zero temperatures are Ugh. bothering me, but not yeah. the snow. So Well, hopefully the, the sub-zero cold snap will, like, kind of, <laughs> you know, ease up a little bit. I, I hope, hope so. so. Yeah. People That's told me it was going to get that cold, but they said, like, it's weird for this time of year. Yeah. So I don't know, though. Agreed. I feel like it's weird for this time of year here. I feel like it happens a little more into winter, like more January-ish. Yeah. It gets colder here. So it's kind of odd. I mean, in November, we didn't have any snow in Montana, really. I think some places got got some sprinkling. So we had like a gorgeous autumn for November, which is rare for us. Usually we get snow here and there. And then it like it just kind of is in and out and it's melting and gross. And then December hit and we just got like pummeled with snow. So we're going to have a white Christmas but it also means we like literally live in a fucking igloo. So, You're yeah, it was you like snow. warm here in November. It was weird. Yeah, people tell me that was weird, but now it's colder than normal. So, well, hopefully you don't freeze and do an icicle. It sure is has nothing to do with climate change. Of I'm course sure that, not, because it's not real. No, it's not. It's not no. real. No. no, no. If I just cover my eyes and plug my ears, it doesn't exist. Right. Right. Um, well, is that it? Uh, Are we done? That was it. Bye. No, just bye. If bye, they, everyone. Thank you. Well, first of all, thank you for uh, sitting in that question, Stephanie. Oh, you didn't answer. Did you answer your favorite thing about the holiday oh, season? I guess I should. Okay. Yeah, Fucking I guess I did. Hell. So, before, whatever. <laughs> before, I guess before we go, I should say that um, I, I really like not necessarily buying new winter outfits for me because I'm poor. But just like just all the like cute winter styles with lots of like scarves and like lots of cute peacoats and nice winter outfits that are like cute, like seeing them like in the catalogs and seeing everyone get their nice cute winter gear out and walking around in it. I like that. I just I kind of like the mood change into the holiday season where I see a lot more people kind of out and window shopping and and it just it's nice to it's it. I like that. I just got kind of the general mood and the um, style change is something the that holiday I, I, spirit. I enjoy. Yeah, it's, it's that spirit. You can just like smell it in the air. It's like manure. It's like perfect. Oh, you know, most places don't smell like that. Well, I live in like, I mean, we have Arkansas two and a half did, cows honestly. for every one person here. So yeah, literally living in a shit farm. So. Yeah. No biggie. 
Well, good. Anyways. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I answered yeah. it. Thank you guys so much. You guys are great. Yeah, thank um, you, Stephanie, for that question. How can they send us in questions? Well, um, we have a little number you guys can call that comes up at the end of every podcast episode. You can either call us or you can text us with your questions and or comments. We'd love to hear from you. We love having material from you guys. It makes this podcast even more enjoyable to do. We also have a email address, which is the show Sam and Joe at gmail.com, in which you can attach a voice memo or you can type us out an email the old fashioned way with your questions or comments if you don't want to use the phone. That is, again, the show Sam and Joe at gmail.com. And you can contact us either way. We always need new material because we love hearing from you guys. Um, it just it like I said before, makes this podcast even more fun to make when we have some uh, some viewer interaction. We also have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash the show Sam and Joe, in which we post the podcast every week. As soon as it goes live, it'll automatically get posted to Facebook. So if Facebook is where you spend most of your social media time, we are there. That is the facebook.com slash the show Sam and Joe. We also have Twitter, twitter.com slash bitcrunch. Please visit mine to see my paper mache hog head because it is glorious. And then Joe's Twitter is twitter.com slash Joseph Birdsong. Correct? Yes. Yes. See? Indeed. And I don't have a hog's head, but I'll squeal for you. Oh, Jack, you're good at that. You are good I'm at that. I'm not like not super good at that. I need to, because I heard it in some of my videos and I was like, I got to work on that. So I'll work so it's on it. New Year's resolution. New Year's, New Year's resolution. resolution. Work on my pig call. Um, if you don't, if you want to give us money to make sure Joe never does a pig call ever again, you can <laughs> donate to us at patreon.com slash the show Sam and Joe. Um, we love our patrons. You guys are awesome. You help keep the podcast going. There's different perks for different amounts that you can donate. You can have your name at the end of each podcast episode. You can get an interview with us. You can get a, a nice little postcard in the mail with us drawing shitty unicorns, whatever you want. That's at patreon.com slash the show Sam and Joe. And if you would like to make a one-time contribution to us instead we have a spreadsheet in which you guys can buy lovely little things that joe has designed at the show sam and joe like a mouse pad with our faces on them or how to train your brain shirt among other things we love you guys we love your support you're fucking awesome etc 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 sounds good well thank you guys so much for listening um and i guess we will see you guys next week yep sounds good bye guys bye guys Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on iTunes or via SoundCloud at the show SamandJoe.com. You can also donate to help us keep the podcast going at our Patreon, patreon.com slash the show Sam and Joe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus audio clips, music downloads, handwritten letters from Sam and me, or the opportunity to get interviewed in an episode of the show. We also have merch. If you fancy yourself a cup of fresh air mug, train your brain shirt, and more, you can go to the show samandjoe.spreadshirt.com. Also, you can text us or call us and leave us a voicemail with your questions or comments, or leave us a message on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash the show Sam and Joe. And if we like what we hear, we may play your message in a future show. That number is 516-500-SHOW or 516-500-7469. We also want to say a big personal thanks to the podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to Alex P. Allison B. Ben B. Austin B. Eric H. Feliciano D. Kathleen E. Jazza. Kevin V. Joshua L. Megan C. Kylon C. Vincent L. Pablo F. And Zachy. 
As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on The The Show. Show!